Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is Ryan with the Rack Chat Podcast. Coming back at you with episode 13. And we got a little special guest today. But before we get to him, we're going to get to my co-host, my Mr. Lawn Care himself, TRD Travis Davis. What up, what up, what up, world? How was your week, Trav? It was a week, bro. It was a week. But we don't have to get into that. How was yours? (laughs) (laughs) That's that's funny because I I know exactly how your week went. I just wanted to see if you would share it. (laughs) No, no. It's it's one of those weeks where everything you do just didn't work. So, yeah, we'll just go with that. And and if you listen to this podcast religiously every week, uh, you know that this is the one guy that likes to go down every single rabbit hole he can find. Yes. So for him to not want to talk about his week, you know it was pretty bad. <laughs> so, but we do have a guest coming on tonight. Uh, I met this dude at Sportsman's Warehouse. One night, me and my buddy walked in looking for a 350 Legend. We didn't have none, but I'm pretty sure we walked out with a super black eagle. I can't remember. But um, ever since then, he's kind of been my plug. He got out of sportsman's game, but that's all right. Me and him stayed good friends. He's an Alabama boy stuck up north with me in Pennsylvania. So I'm glad I got a little home, little home southern touch there with a friend of mine. Mr. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Oh, we're doing good. I appreciate y'all having me on this. For sure, man. Yeah, I uh, counter off with your sportsman story there. I remember I got their little part-time job because, you know, discounts, because why not? Yeah, you got to have the discounts. uh, You know, I'm sitting there and, you know, I'm just talking to customers. I I hear something in the distance. I'm like, I hear someone that sounds like me. You know, you you don't hear that much up north. You don't. Not at all. You know, we we start talking there, and and next thing you know, I think, I think honestly, you spent like another hour there. I think we were just talking. We spent about an hour and a half just sitting there chit chatting. Man, we weren't even talking about buying anything. We were just talking. Uh, Because when you told me you were from Alabama, I was like, I'm going to make friends with this guy. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we, we kept in contact. And then, Man, just recently, we really got into contact. We talk about just every day now. Yeah, just about, you know. Mm-hmm. Sending our uh, horror stories on from work on Snapchat and <laughs> all that, you know. Yeah. We'll just start a group of how's your, we call it how's the week going, and it's just every disaster known to mankind. <laughs> well, look, we got, we got the group chat going now, so it can just be, boom, right there it is, so... But uh, you go through. <laughs> so we got the self, we got the intros uh, taken care of. We got Mr. Travis TRD Long Care here. We got Mr. Tyler here. Uh, before we get on going to anything else, I want to give a shout out to Rack Chat Podcast TikTok. Uh, haven't really posted much because I ain't really done much. Um, I'm gonna get out this week and shoot the bow a little bit. Um. Try to get some videos talking about a little bit of practice techniques, and I want to give a shout out to Killing Sticks, the arrows that uh, potentially being sponsored by. So if you haven't checked out or you're looking for a new arrow, can't find a new arrow, give Killing Sticks a try. Find them on Facebook or www.killingsticks, 
K-I-L-L apostrophe in sticks.com. Uh, give them a try. They probably got all, you know, sizes, weights, lengths, anything you need from target practice to 3D archery to hunting. Uh, anything you're looking for, they probably got it there. Uh, Rack Chat Podcast. I'm going to be posting a little bit more now that hunting season's coming up. Turkey season's about to start. We're going to get some footage on there. Um, and if you got any questions or you like the show, if you're listening on Spotify, shoot us a question. I'm sure we'll answer it. I, I come straight to my phone, so I will be able to write it down. That way we can answer the question for you. Uh, give us a liking, a rating, like, subscribe, and share. Be a friend. Tell a friend about your friends at Rag Chat Podcast. Trav, you got a shout out to give to your business, bro? Sure. It's uh, TRD Lawn Care and More. You can just hit me up on Facebook at Travis Davis. I've not made an actual page for it yet. Anyone in the Bradley County, Cleveland surrounding areas, uh, let me know. Take care of all your lawn care needs. Please don't be in Polk County. There will be an upcharge just to go to that county. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you uh, you went from TRD Lawn Care to TRD Lawn Care and more. Well, that's what it originally was, and I tried shortening it, but I'm like, I'm doing so much now that it's like, no, nah, we got to go ahead. I've got to do two mulch jobs this week. I've got two dirt work jobs to do. I did a gravel job this last week. I don't have the equipment to do it, so I just sub other people in. I mean, there I'm $55 this week and sat there and watched a buddy of mine spread gravel. There you go. Uh, and if you're also looking for, if you're in the Cleveland area, not, not Tennessee, or Pennsylvania area, if you're looking for a trainer for your child for weight training, give Trav a call over there at Southside uh, South Fitness. Yes, sir. Um, y'all haven't moved into the new building yet or have y'all moved in yet? It will be the 1st of May. I think everything's good to go May 1st, but it'll take us probably a week to get all the equipment over there. It will be, there is, there's going to be a whole room dedicated just to like youth sport specific style training. They don't have to play sports. Uh, anybody in here that has a young kid over the age of like nine that they want to get into shape, um, learn some exercise stuff. It's not nothing serious. It's more just, you know, plyometrics some running body weight stuff um we also have a room dedicated just for like women's classes a room dedicated to um the young girls class there's a, a coach doing that for like cheerleading and basketball girls and stuff there's a powerlifting room bodybuilding room cardio room uh a main room with just weights and free weights um it's, it's gonna be huge it's gonna be huge Huge, huge, huge. No challenge. <coughs> Sorry, guys. That was my bad. No political views here. We won't discuss that. Uh, no, no political views, but it's going to be huge. Um, huge. Uh, yeah. Tyler, do you have any shout outs you want to give? Mom, you know, dad, <laughs> socials, Mom. anything you want to give a shout out to? Well, you know, we're in a, we're in a shout out uh, myself. For uh, being the best daggum Alabama boy in Pennsylvania. Uh, it's a good thing you didn't say Southern boy, because I'd have to give you a fight for that. No, <laughs> uh, man, I don't know about that one. Oh. Um, nah, if you're uh, you're up in the Bucks County, Philadelphia area, check out old uh, CNC Super Seal for driveways, milling work, stuff like that. We do it all. There you go. Give it a plug out to his. Um, 
to his business or his company that he works for. What about socials? You want to plug, just get some couple followers there. You want to plug your socials, social, like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you want to get. Yeah, you can, uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at Ty underscore Riker. That's R-E-I-C-H-E-R-T. You got any <clears throat> hunting questions, anything like that, shoot me a DM, anything like that. I'll, I usually try to check that out. Um, whatever it is, hunting, fishing, don't really matter. You know, you got questions just trying to start up or anything. You know, I'm, I'm a pretty open guy, so don't don't be afraid to uh, DM me. And if you like the way this sounds and you want to get in with me and tr- me and Tyler today, or anytime in the future you listen to this podcast, um, Tyler goes to church with me. We go to Keystone, Montgomeryville. He goes to church with me. We're both believers. We're both believing God very heavily. We know that he's on our side every single day, every step of the way. Um, you know, you wanna, you're want you trying to find a new church. You're trying to find some new friends that, you know, hunt and fish and also believe in God and are very, 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 very strong in our beliefs uh, with Jesus Christ. Hit me and Tyler up. I, I'm, we're more than happy to have you at church with us on Sunday mornings and then uh, I'm sure Tyler's going to try to join our CG our community group here soon uh, he's just a very busy dude if there's one person that I know that's busy it's it's Tyler <laughs> so um, you know he comes when he can but that that's fine um, but yeah then, uh, I'm going to make another quick little shout out to you. Uh, we got any uh, veterans watching anything like that man if y'all got an issue you know don't be afraid to reach out at all you know the veteran christ line that's 988 you know you dial that anytime you press the number one you know you can talk to someone and they're there for you uh, if you don't want to talk to them you can text them at 838-255 you know don't don't be ashamed you know it's it's uh nothing to be ashamed about you know there's times where you just gotta let let stuff off your chest you know there's programs out there that reach out for you and you know they'll help you the best way they can or you know you can message me instagram whatever and you know i'll, I'll be sure to help you out too yeah i want to give a quick thank you to tyler for his uh service to our military to keep our country safe um tyler how many years did you spend in the military uh, I when I got out, I did six years active duty and then one year in the reserve, so seven years altogether. Seven years in the military, and you know, sometimes people take that for granted because seven years doesn't sound like a long time, but six years active duty, uh, with my father being in the military for 20 years and my brother in law being in the military for uh, I, I'm, I'm going to throw out a number 10. He was a Marine for 10 years. My dad was in the Army for 20. Um, I know the side effects that coming out of the military can have on you. Uh, and I've talked to Tyler. And I'm not going to get too deep into it, but <clears throat> Tyler's lost some buddies due to uh, suicide and that were in the military. And, you know, everybody says the signs are there. The signs are there. And the signs aren't there. Um it just happens one day and I, I want to get into a big topic of this but he brought it up and I'm, I'm glad he did because it's something that we have failed to skip over in our podcast but 
uh, things just happen one day. And I think I can speak for Tyler when I say that there's people out there that might have the most glorious life ever, you know, have family and friends and have everything you could ever ask for in the world. And then one day you wake up and you got a phone call that they, you know, passed away due to self-harm. Um, even if you're not in the military, there is a suicide hotline that I will definitely be plugging the um, phone number four in this episode. Sorry, I just dropped my pen. In this episode, uh, the suicide hotline for veterans hotline. Uh, I'm going to be plugging in this episode's description. So wherever you're listening, Apple or Spotify, if you just hit the description, it's going to be there. And if you need to reach out to one of us three, uh, Tyler or Travis or myself, um, and Truman is not on this week, but Truman served as well. Um, a reach out for one of us four, um, reach out because I don't care if it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't care if I've got to go to work in an hour or whatever. Uh, I will definitely be there to sit and talk to you. Um, and even if you're not a veteran or you just feel like something's not going right in your life, call me, text me, reach out, whatever, email me, hit me up on social rack chat podcast or Ryan Hager on TikTok. It's going to be a profile picture of a firefighter playing. Um, I'm, I think I'm playing uh, rescue like Jaws of Life Jenga. So I'm picking up pieces of wood with the Jaws of Life. But just it just hit us up. So. Yeah. Yeah, because that's something, guys, anybody listening to this, like we all know as men, especially you know, all of us, like me and Ryan didn't serve, but like we're still grew up blue collar, consider ourselves kind of men that just do hard stuff and it's it's not an easy topic to tell someone when stuff's going wrong i mean it's and it's and we're kind of accustomed in our society to not say stuff it's becoming more prevalent now but just don't don't do something don't make a temporary mistake or over or a permanent mistake over a temporary problem you know and I've known and been around it too. I've been around plenty of people in military spectrum and stuff, and it's, it's a hard road. But anyway, let's anybody need anything for sure, reach out to any of us, like they said, and try to ease on to the next topic here. Uh, well, before we go on to the next topic, I want to kind of kind of keep on this topic for a second. Okay, my bad. Um, no, it's fine um, because it, it, it's something that we I can honestly say that we on the podcast and us as men and we're going to take a minute to talk about this because it is a very big issue and tyler i thank you for bringing that up man um no yeah of course man you know i <clears throat> lost too many people from it you know just you know it comes a time where you know like we were saying you know you know of my recent uh, passing i had to deal with brought that up to you um, tyler if you don't ask me if you don't mind me asking and you don't have to answer. You can tell me no, and I will edit this out. How many people have you lost to suicide that you served with? Uh, served with from suicide, I think now I'm up to about 13. Jeez. 13, 14, something like that. Uh, you know, I spent I did uh, three tours, you know, two tours in Afghanistan, one tour in Iraq slash Syria. And uh, from combat, we've only I've only lost about three, three fellers. But majority of them, you know, I've, I've lost them back back stateside. You know, they, they can't they can't cope with it. So it's you know it's everyone you know you might they might look like they're okay, 
you know, posting on Facebook, posting on Snapchat daily. Like, they, they might have the biggest smile on their face, but you don't know the demons that they're going through every night, day in, day out. Even, you know, even the ones that don't have the thoughts of that anymore, you know, who've gotten past that, that step, the thoughts are still there. You know, the, the demons that people have to live with sometimes, you know, they one you get afraid you, you, you don't want to speak about it you know you don't want to bother like, bother someone else with your problems and that that's like the biggest thing or it's you don't want to talk about it because you don't want to start thinking about it again because you've tried so hard to push it down so you don't have those thoughts um but yeah i mean I, i've lost guys ranging from 18 years old all the way up to 46 years old you know Grown, grown man, retired out of the army, happy family, and you know one day they just they can't take it no more. Um, so you know I don't, I don't care what age you are, you know don't don't feel belittled to reach out for help. You know it's it, it's not an issue. You know don't <clears throat> don't think you're any less of a man because you got to reach out for help sometimes. Everyone needs help. I think that's a problem that we have as as kids growing up being boys um, that our whole life we spend are, are spent being told that we're men and we need to be strong and we need to be a rock and we need to be this and that and that and this well, and when, it, when it comes to man it's like you, you know you as, as you're touching on that and it comes to like I think it's in a lot of men's head it's like you know it, it's it's not our it's, we're not the ones that's supposed to be having an issue. We're the ones as men, husbands, fathers, everything else. You're the one that people come to. You're the one to fix the problems. You're the one to be there when, you know, when somebody needs something. And I think every man at some point in his life or somewhere has been in that position where it's like, okay, I'm here for everybody else. Like, but who do I turn to? You know, because it, it doesn't matter whether you served military-wise, whether you serve or did any of that, but like, you're, at some point, you're gonna hit a hit a rock wall, and you're gonna need to talk to somebody. You're gonna need to do something. It's gonna happen. So it's good to have other men in your corner. There's a, I used to be in a men's Bible study group, and the famous thing we always said is like, iron sharpens iron. Like That's one got, man sharpens another. Yes, and it's you know you, you got to have some guys in your corner to help you through this and uh, like, I don't know if anybody out there I don't care if I know you from Adam I'm assuming like you can reach out to me uh, any of us guys I mean I don't care if I know you just shoot me a message whatever and be like hey I'm struggling if I if I can't help you I'll get you in touch with somebody who can man. yeah exactly exactly you know and you know it, it's <clears throat> it's not just not just veterans you know everyone goes through it you know I'm I'm sure you owning your business, you know, there's been times where you're like, man, is it is this really going to keep going like this? And am I going to get past that wall? You know, but you know, I, I know many business owners, everything like that, that, that struggle. Like, you know, is this the best decision for me? Should I just close shop? You know, et cetera, et cetera. But man, you just got to keep grinding at the end of the day, and you know, yeah. don't don't be afraid, man. Don't don't be afraid. Yeah, that's the thing too. I mean, I think it's partly go too off in the weeds this you know me and my rabbit trails and stuff but it's like he says that every week <laughs> he says it a rabbit trail you know what i think the name rabbit has stuck yeah i'm rabbit 
<laughs> that or uh, bank account. But um, yeah, it's a uh, man. You got a it's a societal problem one too because it's as men we're we're supposed to be looked at as the person to figure everything out, and then we as like I said, we feel like we can't sometimes. And a lot of guys I feel may not have anybody. They may have been like in the situation y'all are moved to a completely different place and you haven't gotten a group. Like maybe you haven't been there long. Maybe you left where you were at because of a bad situation. And then you go here and you don't have anybody and you're still struggling. Like you got to find somebody somehow. And, um, and like we talked about last week, like the old guys at a, at a parties or a, some little rest, local restaurant, like, Go in there and meet these guys. Maybe not go in there and spill your guts out to these old men the first time you meet them or something, but I bet any one of those old guys would probably be more than happy to listen to whatever you got to talk about after they got to know you for sure. Oh, 100%. So I, I've sat down with many old men, you mm-hmm. know, many old men just sitting at, you know, hanging out at the VFW or something like that. You know, a lot of Vietnam vets, you know, all that. They've been through everyone. The, the, the older gentlemen, they they know the struggles you know they they've been there they've been through it where they didn't have nothing on the back end you know like i I was blessed enough where on all my deployments you know we were welcome home a lot of them you know they were spat on and stuff like that you know they didn't have a welcome so yeah because because back then war was uh it was frowned upon like nobody Mm -hmm. wanted them over there in vietnam you know they didn't want to be there nor did the country want them there so when they came back home, it was, it was, you went, you were a killer. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's all, that's all you were, no matter what. I'm sorry. I did not mean to, to speak over you, Ty. Uh, oh, no, you're good, Bubba. No worries at all. Um, I mean, but just to wrap this little section up, um, you know, Ty was in the military. I've been a firefighter for the last 10 years. I was full time for, you know, a lot of your, a lot of my firefighting career was full time in Tennessee. Um, I'm a volunteer now, um, and just as, and I, I have to personally touch on this. Um, there's a lot of things that I wish that I didn't see mm-hmm. as a firefighter and as police officers. I have a lot of a lot of cop buddies and a lot of EMT buddies, um, and we have the same PTSD that the military has. There's a lot, and to sum it up, um, to sum this conversation up, the best way to put it is that we all, all of our eyes have seen, or my eyes have seen what I wish my brain could forget. And that's a true statement. And so if, if you're hurting, struggling, whatever, one, I'm going to tell you to go talk to somebody. If you come to me, I'm going to come to you and I'm going to show you the exact thing that I have in my hand right now that Tyler can see. Travis is not on FaceTime, but Tyler can see it. And it's the Bible. Um, We are a Christian-based podcast. A Christian-based hunting podcast. And the motto is where godly men go to talk about hunting. Um... And if you're struggling, whether it be depression, whether it be anxiety, uh, PTSD, whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm not perfect. Tyler's not perfect. Trav's not perfect. Truman's not perfect. Um, we all fall back 
to this book right here. 52, 52 chapters of how to get it right, basically. It's 52 books of how to get it right. Um, and we all turn to this every single day. So just to wrap this conversation up, uh, and I'm glad this was not planned. No, this, this conversation was not <laughs> planned at all. We had a pre-show talk about this, about the episode, what we were going to talk about, getting Tyler to know Travis, Travis to know Tyler. And this was not planned at all. But when Tyler brought it up, it touched me. Um, and it's something that needs to be brought up every single day. It needs yeah. to be brought up. Um, yeah, because in this country, I don't, of course, know the stats of any others right now, but I know in this country there's is it hundreds or something or thousands of men that die every day? I know for a fact that statistic sure. right now is 22 days, 22 veterans a day pass away. So yeah, I'm going to, you know what, you know, I'm going I'm to issue a challenge. I'm going to issue a challenge to the, us three right here. And if you're listening, I want you to take part of this challenge. And if you post on Facebook or socials, whatever, I want you to tag Travis and me and Tyler uh, on this, I, I want you. I want to challenge you to do twenty push, twenty-two push-ups a day. Mm-hmm. Twenty-two push-ups a day for twenty-two days. I'm gonna start that tomorrow. Let's do it. Twenty-two push-ups a day, and I'm gonna post twenty-two days in a row that I'm gonna do twenty-two push-ups. I'm gonna do it on my. On, I'm gonna post a video on my personal TikTok because that's all I have, and uh, Rack Chat Podcast. And I'm going to hold these guys accountable as much as they're going to hold me accountable. 22 push-ups a day for 22 days. And that's the least we can ask you to do. The least thing we can ask you to do is to do 22 push-ups. I don't care if you have to drop to your knees. I don't care if you have to have someone pull you up by your belt loop. I don't care. 22 push-ups. That's not asking you for money. That's not asking you for a donation. That's not asking you to go out and run each 22 miles. 22 push-ups a day. So I'm challenging everybody that's listening. I'm challenging us three. I'm challenging everyone. 22 push-ups a day. Uh, I'll, I'll be on that with you, bud. Yeah. We'll start. We'll start that tomorrow. Tomorrow starts 22 push-ups a day. So next week. Um, I'm going to sucker Tyler back into this podcast for the next whatever half of 22 is, 11, um, 11 weeks. You're, you're stuck on this podcast for the next 11 weeks. To oh, get, yeah, we can do that. Oh, yeah. That's without a doubt. Oh, well, I think my math is wrong there. 100% wrong, but it's all good. 100% wrong. I went to Tennessee Public School. Look, look, man, I'm from Alabama. I know that uh, 22 days is uh, three weeks and one day. But uh... There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's the school and you, I mean. Yeah, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a schooling guy, but um, I'm actually going to get ready to – I'm trying to find the Bible verse that I want to say at the end of the, at the, end of the podcast. But let's hop into this. Uh, but thank you, Ty, for bringing that up. That is um, that this was a conversation that needed to be had. For sure, a hundred percent. That we have failed to recognize 
and that needed to be had. And I'm glad we did. And I think every every podcast from now on will have something to do with that because I'm going to throw some statistics out there and say at least 60 to 70% of hunters are men. Um, and I know when I come home from work, I sit in my stroke and de-stress before I walk inside. And I know that my fiance, Brittany, is the one that I'm going to unload on because she's there and it's not her fault. It's, it's mine because I unload on her and that I shouldn't, but I do. And that's why God gave man a woman and to have a companion. I will uh, say, this is, you know, we talk about the 22 push-ups for that, but if anybody we touch on fitness here too, like that's a, that's a step in that direction. Anybody struggling with anything um whether you want to believe it or not a simple jog those push-ups just something some workout video the gym whatever it's, it's gonna help you and that's you can make it an outlet that is one of my outlets probably my main one to kind of de-stress myself there'll be times where it doesn't even help but you know um you get in there and you put yourself through something physical and as a man i feel like we should try to put ourselves through something you know physical daily or at least a few days a week to kind of better yourself but you do that it's going to help take away some of the anxiety illness stress whatever and if you can do it before you go home because your family doesn't need to see that version especially if you have kids or anything and i'm because i'm not perfect by no means and there's days where i'm at wit's end and i've got a little girl that doesn't need to see the bad side of me either um I'm sorry, guys. I'm You're trying good. to. I'm trying to find a Bible verse right quick. Um, but let's let's move on. Ty, thank you for bringing that up. That was no, of course, of I, course, man. I can't thank you enough for bringing that up. But uh, Ty, you're the guest. You're it's your time to sit in the hot seat. Oh man, here we are. So, Bob, you, know you have to answer them within 20 minutes. <laughs> Rated on all of it. Yeah, there's gonna be a grading at the end. <laughs> um, so Ty, let us know as you, as I said earlier, that you're an Alabama boy. You're stuck in Pennsylvania with me, which, you know, we're gonna make it a little bit easier on each other because we're Southern boys stuck in the North. Um, how did you get into hunting? Did you have a mentor? Did you have? Um, and I don't want to because some people don't grow up with them, but did you have a father that you have, like, what was your reasoning for getting into hunting? So the way I got into it, you know, uh, uh, a lot of my buddies down in Alabama, you know, they all grew up hunting. So uh, when I moved up, uh, I really got into it down in Alabama with some friends. You know, I went, we went out, uh, I think my first hunt, was we were just shooting squirrels with little pointy twos honestly you know that kind of got me all all hooked up to it you know we take them back my buddy's granddaddy he's made this amazing i say amazing squirrel like corn fritters i it sounds awful i know i tell people all the time and they're like what do you mean like i'm like yeah straight up squirrel so that that's what got me hooked but when I moved up to Pennsylvania, 
because I was back and forth, uh, Pennsylvania, Alabama, a whole lot. Um, my stepdad, uh, he's the one that really got me into hunting. Um, he, he would take me, you know, he didn't have to, you know, he didn't have to do any of that. And, uh, he would take me up to, uh, his best friend's hunting cabin up in Potter County for y'all in Pennsylvania, if y'all know where that's at. Potter County. Yep, good old Potter County. I got a mountain house up there. Well, my fiance's family has a mountain house up there. Yeah, I think we talked about that. I, I think it's right down the road from each other, honestly. It has to be. Phoenixville? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm on the opposite side of that. You're on the other side of the mountain. Yeah, so y'all on like the lower side of the power lines up there. We're on the upper half. Yeah, we're a four-wheeler right away. Yeah, no, yeah, I know exactly where y'all are. Yeah, we're within like five miles, ten miles of each other. So that's where I, you know, really started going, um, hunting and all that. I got, you know, my first deer up there when I was a kid, and then uh, we'd go on with that, and then I would just meet buddies because I didn't know a lot of people who really hunted up around this area uh, when I went to like high school and all that. Uh, so we would go, my one buddy. Uh, he owned a farm, so we'd set up in the back of his farm. And after school, and uh, go on over there, check the the cameras out, and you know, see what we got. And, you know, we sit there until sundown, and uh, just live. You know, if we got something, we got something, we saw something, we did. But nine times out of ten, it was just good memories, and that that's what really kind of stuck with me growing up and I just stuck with it now uh I'm getting buddies who never been hunting before into hunting up around here so that's always uh, a good thing because a lot of people you know being I know Travis can understand with this too being down south is a lot easier especially where you're like where you live at to hunt you know when you're in suburban area of Pennsylvania there's not too many places it's you know you got to get it a certain grain like you can't shoot anything around here with if it's not 350 legend or 450 bushmaster you're really not shooting around here so that whole thing is different you know i'm used to going out in the woods back home in, uh, in bama and it's cool up here you actually got to travel to home you know there's you know, you're, you're driving 45 minutes plus sometimes just to go to a state game land where you got another 50 hunters within the 10 mile span or 10 yard span of yeah that's the thing that's the thing with me and ty is like we live literally i'm probably i'm probably 20 minutes from you yeah like Like where like literally where we're sitting at right now is probably 20 minutes from each other and there's no state game lands none in our area Uh, like i think the nearest state game land to me is like green lane because I live in Souderton, and you're down yeah. to you're in Warminster, right? I'm in Doylestown area. So yeah, I, so your your nearest game lands, I know for a fact, your nearest game land is up in Easton, or not Easton, uh, uh, up Easton Road, up so, six, uh, up one thirteen or three thirteen. Uh, yeah, so well, no, well, you can go up three thirteen that way. Because uh, if you go any more, if you go any more east of you, you're going into Jersey. Yeah, I'm only 10 minutes from Jersey. Um, closest state game land for me would be uh, 
like Knock Mixon area, um, Upper Black Eddy. That's that, that's the closest to me. No, the one I was talking about. Uh, I know it's closer. If you go up three thirteen, like you're going to Bob and AJ's archery shop. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one out there. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. You get off on Easton Road. You go around the. You go around that bend where the the Turkey Hill and the school is at. Or by uh. uh yeah, that's uh, that's Upper Black Eddy up there, boy. You're getting close to Upper Black Eddy, but you're not. You're not close to. You're, you're, I mean, you are close to Upper Black Lady, but you're not just there yet. Yeah, it's right, you, in a, it's like, like right in a bend of a corner of a turn. You got the turkey hill on your on your left, and you, you bear that that right. You keep going. You can either go left or straight. If you go straight... Yeah. We're talking about the same place, yeah. Yeah, that's... I can't that, that, the roads, but I know it's off Easton Road. That's Easton. Yes, yes, you're right. Which which is Upper Black Eddy, you know, that's where my stepdad lives. That's, oh, that's that's considered yeah. Upper Black Eddy. Yep, yep, that's Upper Black Eddy. I didn't know that. Trav, you still here? Yeah, I'm still here. I'm man. I'm just listening. Y'all talk about PA. Sorry if you hear any noise or any here. Little, uh, we have another guest. Apparently, my daughter has come out here and does not. <laughs> I'm telling you, if your daughter comes out, she's coming on the show. Blakin, you want to say anything on the podcast? She says no. Well, we're gonna make her. Yep. Me and me and Tyler's gonna get a trip down down south. I think next time we met me and Brett plan a trip, I'm gonna let Ty know and Ty's gonna tag along with us. And then we're gonna way. we're gonna have a show where Travis, Ty and I and Truman, if he can make it, because he's busy. He's he's a very busy guy. Um where we're all sitting together and it's gonna be one microphone. And that's how it's going to be. We're all going to be sitting here and we're going to try to get a, like a video recording of us, um, you know, sitting around with each other and not just sitting over here doing it remotely where Trav is in, you know, Cleveland and me and Ty are in Bucks County and then Truman being up in Wool, 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 Tennessee. Whitwell. Whit. Whitwell. If you read it, it says Whitwell. If you know where you live, it's called Whitwell. <coughs> Sorry about that, boys. Yeah. So being there, you're mainly just a deer hunter now, right? Deer hunter. Yeah. I mean, I've gone out a couple times and uh, done some duck hunting. I just don't know too many people up here that actually duck hunt. Yeah. It's, well, as I've told in the past on here where I'm located at it's it's a pretty terrible place to be a duck hunter um and you know you had Evan on here he talked about goose hunting and stuff like that and I just like to get people's feel on it and I will go into as we said before the 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 question in the hunting industry now is a what's your stance on camo what what's your brand go to um and then we're gonna go with uh your thoughts on uh like Sitka first lot and all these newer brands oh this should be easy for you to answer because sportsmen sell sitka yep I'll, so, actually hold on before we get into that before we get into that there's sitka and what's that other brand that sportsman sells it's like kilka uh it's uh like uh oh, what the heck is it no, it's uh cry pet cry cry no. or cryptic is it cryptic no, it's they not just cryptic. Started, they just started it, selling a little bit. But whatever it is, it's the last 
the last half of the word is cut because there's no C or PR in, in it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's kill something. Kip kip kilka kilkai but it looks just like Sitka, but it's like a hundred dollars cheaper. Yeah, at that point you just buy Sitka. Yeah, yeah, true. Well, I just found out that I got the hookup for Sitka because Brittany's cousin works for Gore-Tex, who makes Sitka. So, uh, <laughs> we can't be we can't be letting everybody know about this. Like everybody's hey. going somebody that knows somebody, and then Sitka's going to shut everything down. Wow. <laughs> They're going to come after us now. Yeah, Sitka, well, if you're listening, sponsor <laughs> Rack Chat Podcast, new up and coming thing. Give us a listen and give I us a size large. I think we all wear size large. <laughs> <laughs> We're all three gym bros. We all go to the. We all oof, about said something dirty there. We all go to the gym. Um, like I said, this is a Christian based podcast. We all lift. We all work out. We all hunt. So sorry. Go ahead, Ty. No. Um. So growing up. Uh, hunting camo man it was whatever i got passed down to me because i didn't know I, I didn't know what to get you know when i was getting into it you know now it, it depends you know i got a lot of sick stuff um but at the same time like, i got a lot of mossy oak like just sometimes i just i don't need the whole one i'm not spending like 800 dollars for a pair of pants okay ty since you said that it's opening day what do you what what's your what's your fit opening day because you're, exci- we know you're excited. The opening day is here. Fit so check. you going? Are you going fit check, or are you going with like I've been hunting in this for years, and it's not failed me? Or are you going to be like, oh, I don't want the deer knowing I'm broke, so I'm wearing my sicko. <laughs> no. So opening day, you know, and I do it every year. Well, since I've been able to hunt again. Um, People, people hate me for it. Uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's old stuff. It's mossy oak pants with a dang real tree hoodie on. But I keep like, and they still smell like deer urine. Like if my truck usually smells because I don't, uh, I don't wash it. You know, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I wash it after the first couple times, but after the season's in, I, I, I let that stuff marinate in a box in the garage, where she gonna be smelling right. Oh uh, yeah, you're gonna be able to smell that thing when you open the garage door up. Your neighbors are gonna wake up. Oh yeah, it, you know, there's times where you know it's summertime, and I'm like, oh, I, I I think I might actually have to uh, break the cycle and wash this. But then I'm like, ah, there be all right. But no, nah, man, it's it's usually something simple. I, I don't really break out the fancy stuff until, you know, a couple weeks in. I'm feeling myself, you know, and sometimes you know you, know, you might bring a little pretty lady with you, so you gotta, you know, oh, you show her where. Show her you you're not broke. Yeah, yeah, you gotta exactly. make sure she, that way when she sees the sign on your camo, she looks at it and she like takes a picture, like Google image, and she's yeah. like, "What is this?" And it pops up Sitka, and she's like, "Okay, so I know he's got money." Uh-huh. And, and then in the same time, you know, go out to dinner and say, all right, are we splitting this? Because I can't afford it. I just bought these chicken here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are we going Dutch? <laughs> oh, you don't have money either? Okay, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom and really go to the truck, and you come shortly thereafter. Now, you know what Travis says? 
Are we splitting this? Because the way my bank account's set up, I got to check ins in the same. And I ain't got money in neither. <laughs> you know, I'm hoping, you know, she knows how to cook or do dishes because she's got to come back there in the restaurant with me because we got to pay for our meal somehow. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> well, what's but, your, uh, What's your stance on like solids versus patterns or mixed matching? Because we've talked that with everybody and every week, I feel like. I think this has become a question that we're going to ask every new yeah. guest that we ever have because it's the most talked about topic in, in, in hunting. Yes. And I'm sure Ty can talk about that working at a oh, sportsman's for- warehouse. Mm-hmm. How many people come in? How many new people come into hunting and ask you camo preferences or gun or bow or sight? Or how many people come in and ask that? Like, give us an insight of a new hunter coming in that doesn't know anything and wants to know. Yeah. So, you know, work working there, you know, I dealt with that a lot. And the first thing you got to ask is one, what, what are you going for? Like, are you. Uh, press like preferably going for you strictly want to do deer do you want to do some duck hunting do you want to do turkey hunting etc etc what are you doing and how are you doing it are you in a blind are you in a tree are you just walking and prowling like you don't know what you're doing um so you, you get those questions a lot and a lot, a lot of kids you know not even kids you know i've helped grown men with it too you know who just like got into hunting they're like well i don't know where to start i'm like all right so easiest way to start is probably a blind for someone who doesn't know how to use a tree stand you know if you don't know how to use a tree stand i'm not going to suggest like yeah go get this tree stand match it with this camo etc etc start off on the ground see if you even like it like see if you enjoy sitting out there for hours and not seeing a dang thing yeah, leave your phone in the truck and see if you can sit out there for hours. Oh, yeah. You got to graduate to be able to have your phone in the stand with you. You got to be able to mm-hmm. know you can sit out there for a while before you know you can take your phone with you. Yeah, and I always... Man, I grew up my dad, who I've said this before, could sit in a tree stand for hours on end and not move a muscle. Like, I don't know how the man did it. I don't know if he still can, but I mean, I can remember you it, when we would hunt separately he's like you take your phone he's like and you put it on silent you put it in your pocket you don't pull it out unless you hear me calling you and somebody else calls you better turn the phone off then and i'll find you i'm like okay oh okay <laughs> yes sir <laughs> but my adhd cell sitting over here making the leave, leaves fall off the tree bouncing my leg or something <laughs> oh no i totally understand that and you know i usually tell them i was like look man it's, it's you know it's easier to start with a rifle, you know. Mm-hmm. I, uh, it's it's just easier, you know. Trying all you got to do is pretty much get that rifle sighted in, aim point, you're good to go. You know, cross crossbow is kind of like the same thing, but you know, I, I met a lot of guys who's like, yeah, it's my first time I'm going out, you know, with a compound. I'm like, all right, that's a whole whole new ball game. You know, you got to deal with a lot of different, you know, problems. A lot of different variables. Yeah. In a, in a compound than you do with a rifle or crossbow. So, um, back to, like, telling people, it's my preference. Like, I always like patterns. Like, I'm a huge pattern guy. I don't really have too many solid 
like camo. Um, it just and it depends where you're going. Like if you're in like a thick like brush area, you know, you want you you don't want like a thick color and it just like yeah pops out. You know, you're in the leaves something like that and you got say just like a, a you know brown's pretty much your best color but if you got like you know your average camo green you know hunter green that you wear you can see that day and night you know from a mile away like so i'm always into into uh patterns with that like i, I like matching my patterns with, with my surroundings um so that's that's what i usually tell them you know first first time goers get get something you know that's comfy to you that you can sit in for a while and just go go with that you know for sure that's well, uh, okay so i'm gonna ask this because we ask it all the time i don't want this to be a typical interview style thing but it kind of is um are you a climber are you a hang on or are you a saddle guy what's your typical setup here my typical setup that I usually go out, I'm a climber, man. You know, I, I have on this one land, you know, I have a stationary stand that stays there year round. I might sit in it five times a year. Because, um, like, sometimes, like, you just, you know, you might have a stationary, like, system, like, setup. You might, like, stuff changes throughout, like, the summer, like, right before like, season and all that, you know. I don't want to just be stuck in one location. If I'm like, all right, I know they're, I, I can hear them, but they're not coming to me. I want to be able to climb down, quietly move my way on over to a better location. So I'm, I'm a climber day, day in and day out. Yeah. So that that puts us into the next question, and I, I had to step out for a second, so I may have missed this. Saddle. That's what I just said. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's what, that's what okay. we so yeah, I'm sorry. I had to, I had to step out for You're a second. Just, are, um, you, are you saddles or you you lock them? You give tried one. What's what's your stance on those? I've only I've only used a saddle twice. My uh my buddy had one. He said give it a shot. I didn't mind it, but it wasn't it wasn't really for me. You know I'm. I'm perfectly okay with just, you know, taking my right, like, my climbing setup, going like, I, I just, I'm comfier in, you know, something like that. Like, the saddle, I just, I couldn't get comfy, nothing like that, and it just, it made my time horrible out there. I got, you know, that ADH kicking in, ADHD, just be like, all right. I feel I gotta- like with a saddle, is like, you have so much more rain of movement that you're gonna get a little bit, like... Fidgety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can move all around the tree, you're gonna move all around the tree. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, I'm getting here. I'm gonna get one here in a few weeks, actually. But that's kind of where I'm, where it may not help me. No, you have too much ADHD for that. I may be up there, like, swinging around, looking like Tarzan or something. (laughs) (laughs) Tree tree to tree. But it's like, I want to try one. I have a buddy I work with who loves it. Actually, two of them. One guy just has it and has a saddle and or has a stand as well. But um, I'm not gonna throw. I'm not gonna do last names. But it's one of them, Alex. Well, he has a brother named Alex. His, you know, 
I think his brother, twin brother's name's Alex. But no, no, you're wrong. He's Alex, and he's got a twin brother named Andrew. <laughs> I, I, I work with Andrew. I don't work with Alex. Yes, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I don't know his brother. I've met him once, but I, I think they're you're, a little. You're yeah. right. Twin Towers. Everybody yeah. used to call them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Do yeah. what? I thought you worked with Alex. My bad. No, no. I, I've met him. I don't know him well or anything. Well, you brought up on the, it, you brought him up on the show. Not two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You did. You said Alex. Oh well, I must have. My, my bad. Because I, I used to shoot with Alex. I used to shoot 3D archery with Alex. But Andrew, he's married to Jennifer, or no? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer. Andrew's married to Jennifer, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's who I work with. You work with Andrew. Yes, yes. Okay. He's got a, um, I think he's got a saddle he has with some, and he's got a stand and stuff, too. Um, Another guy I work with, like, every day and everything, he's got, and he loves it. Like, he had a lease, like I said, to South Georgia last year, and that's all he used. He didn't even take a stand with him, and... He loves it, and I've watched a bunch of videos on it. And there's part of me who thinks I don't know how I'm going to do in the pitch black, you know, tying those things up and trusting to, you know, <laughs> they're already tied up. They're tied yeah. up. Yeah, I'm not, you're all your. See, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but everybody else cuts me off during the podcast, so I'm I'm, I'm trying to get some talking time. Yeah, shut up, host. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just messing with anybody. Nobody talks more than the other person. But the, um, from what I learned about the saddle, if you do it right, like my buddy Jason did, everything is already tied, and you've got a loop added to everything. So it's either yeah. figure eight loops or it's uh, butterfly knots. Uh, I, I, I know I wasn't a Boy Scout. I was a firefighter, and I was trained in ropes and knots, but. Everything's tied up, or you just got to throw it around the tree and hook your carabiner to yourself. So everything is tied the way it needs to be tied. So when you're setting your straps up, you just got to throw it around the tree, and whenever you're going to do your um, your steps, they're just wrap around the tree, tie it, your little figure eight, sink it down, sticks into the tree, and you're good to go. I think next podcast we're going to have a... Uh, we're definitely going to have a talk about saddles and climbers and ladders. But I also want to get into brands too, because I've noticed the last couple times I've went into sportsmen's, it was, they're really pushing Hawk. Really. Yeah, that's a big one that they, they've been pushing. Oh, I, even after I left, like right before I left, they, they started getting a huge like shipments in of it. Now it's pretty much the only thing, like not the only brand they carry, but it's like their main go-to brand. For climbers, I know it is. I'm sorry, Travis, I didn't mean to cut you off and start a whole other conversation. Oh, you're good. Roll, uh, roll. Say what? You cut out. Oh, sorry. I said let's just roll with it. I mean, you ain't heard. My- <laughs> um, I know, like they brought in Hawk. Like when I first started going to Sportsman's in Chattanooga, it was all Summit. Now yeah, they have they have the summer ladder stands at Sportsman's up here in Warminster, uh, Warrington, PA. Um, but they all also their, got the, the Boulderton's in too. Yeah, they got those in too. But they're really like on display is all their hawk stuff. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'm going to Sportsman's in Chattanooga this week. I'm just going to see what they got down there. 
when y'all talking about this, I want to know if it's, you know, of course it's going to be different stuff in different areas of the country, of course, but I want to know what's down here. Because Summit is huge. Like, everybody's just like, get yeah, Summit. To be honest, I learned to climb in one I don't think was even named. It may have been homemade. You probably point. learned to grow, uh, climb in an IP, uh, uh, I, or API. It may be. I'm going to go see, I got a little ads this week anyway and get my trailer fixed but like i'm gonna try to find this thing and get a picture or a video and we'll tie this in somehow if he still has it like this thing is antique it may have been like one of the original climbers and when i tell you hair trigger touching it and it would it would go like you had to know how to climb and i think he did it on purpose but you know it it taught me how to climb and taught me to you know not touch it if you're up there and get it to fall down like i touched on a few weeks ago nearly falling out of the top of the tree but see like a couple years ago i first came up here with to pennsylvania and i was hunting with my brother-in-law evan he's been on the show before um and he told me to go up up this tree to the split of a branch and he wanted me to take my my um my top part of my climber stand off and wrap it around that branch, climb up a little bit and then take my bottom off and wrap it around and go higher than that split in that branch. And I, I, I just wasn't comfortable doing it. So he, he settled and he was like, all right, go up, get your top off, wrap it around that branch where you're secure and uh, set your bottom. And he went behind me, but coming from a person who's fell out of a climber stand before at 30 feet, I was very scared uh, and I never really got comfortable with climbers. And then I did it a couple more times, like one or two more times. And then my buddy Jason gave me an old API Grand Slam. Old boy. Uh, you're that, that's old right there, but Yeah, you're talking about, it doesn't even have the cable strap. It's got a chain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a chain gets bound up like you gotta just sit there and fight it and make a bunch of racket when you're putting it yep, yep. it's got a chain on it and whatever and I'm so used to these the top part having like a full 360 that I can sit on the like the handrail and move my legs up this doesn't have that and so like I'm having to put my hands towards the back and put my elbows down on it and throw it up like a like yep. a lineman, you know. Yep. I'm, like I'm talking about like a lineman climbing a pole mm-hmm. where he has to use his elbows, and I'm having to do that. And, and the quick story: I was going hunting with Truman over uh, Thanksgiving last year, and we got in this tree that was too small. And dude, I had like the only thing that was holding me on this tree was that chain and the pressure of me pushing on the front part of the the foot the the footer of the of the climber stand and i sat down and luckily i had my feet out towards the edge and i sat down in the top part and it fell and luckily i just fell up against the tree and i looked at truman he was laughing at me. he's like let's move because we had to find a bigger tree um but yeah that that boy's old but that stand gave me so much confidence that whenever my fiance bought me a climber stand for Christmas, dude, I'm going up 50, 60 feet. And, and you're fine. And, yeah. 
absolutely fine. A hundred percent fine. This but past uh all these kids season. Go ahead. No, you're good. That's all I was gonna say. Kids nowadays got get they'll get put in these fancy stands and climb fine. The rest of us had to learn on these janky old ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the old the old ones. I mean, yeah. that's like I just went out this past year. I uh, bought myself a, uh, a Summit Viper SD Ultra Climbing mm-hmm. uh, tree stand. Man, how much is that way? By the way, how much is that way? Dude, it's so it's straight aluminum. And all aluminum, yeah. Twenty pounds. Mine weighs thirty-five. What did you? So, what did you for those? Just out of curiosity, what did y'all pay? Uh, I, I, I paid, I think, three fifty for mine. I'm gonna walk into my living room and ask my fiance that question. Yeah, I, I picked. I think I picked mine up for about three fifty. Dude, I missed out this year. There was a guy that I knew selling one. A bunch of us knew him was selling it. He was just he bought a couple different things, didn't need it, was selling it for like one ninety or something. And I was uh, like, at the steal. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I don't need to spend that money this week. And I was like, I asked a buddy my name. I was like, he still got it. He's like, no, he sold it. I'm like, well, I'm sure he did. Because then I retail it. And I was like, you saying like three fifty or something? I was like, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I think he only uh, hunted it like three times. All right, boys, hold on for a second. Um, we have another special guest here. Her podcast debut. Oh, um, Britt, we're talking about um, climbing stands and how Jason gave me his old one. And that's where I really learned how to climb. Dealing with like a older chain link climber stand. And Travis asked the question of how much did we spend on our climber stands? And I told him that my fiance being the most wonderful, most precious, beautiful person in the entire world. Uh, man, I appreciate you talking about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Britt, uh, if you don't mind me asking, how much did you spend on my climber stand? And this is also talking about a Amazon Christmas pricing. I don't remember. You don't. Uh, she doesn't remember. Um, <laughs> she can look. But give. Yeah, that was a fail appearance. But it's okay. She's gonna look back on her Amazon right quick. But um, as she turns her phone because she's got a gift for some type of something on there. I just don't want you to see everything I ordered. Oh, okay. Well, that's where the Amazon's going. I told her the Amazon man was here earlier, and I was like, he probably knows you by name at this point. But um. No, she bought me my climber stand for Christmas, and I think I sent it to her, and it was under two hundred. I'm pretty sure. I think it was like around one sixty nine. Wow. But, but while we're here, since I'm sitting here talking to my wonderful fiance, how do you feel about hunting season? I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting her on the spot here. Um, You're making me feel awkward. Uh, yeah, this is going on the podcast, by the way. Um, she was like she grew she grew up in a hunting family, and she wanted to hunt, but yet, like when she went out the one time, she didn't see anything. I went out multiple times. I just never saw anything. But her dad calls her the bad luck charm. (laughs) (laughs) That's rude. He does call you bad luck charm. There it is. Well, she clicked the wrong thing. Uh, it's not going to show me what. It yeah, is. it's not going to show what she paid for it, but it says right here, one sixty nine or two sixty nine. She got it for one one eighty. 
that's not bad at all. No, nah, she got the Summit, the Summit Viper Steel. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so. Okay, babe, thanks for your podcast debut. You're welcome. I love yeah. you. I love you, too. <laughs> <laughs> No, she got it. Yeah, so regular price is two sixty nine. She got it for one eighty. Uh, that was at Christmas time. I think I sent it to her around Black Friday. And that's probably the day she picked it up. So, everyone listen, buy your hunting gear on Black Friday for the next season. No kidding. That's that's no kidding. I, if you're looking into getting getting into hunting and climbing and all that stuff, Black, Fly, Black Friday is your best friend. Black Friday, yeah. No, I will say, dude, a lot of these like stores and websites and stuff that sell it will run. Um, I know they'll run like a springtime sale. I think, speaking of sick, they did like an end of season sale in like first of February or something and had a lot of stuff marked down. And then I know a lot of like companies, Max Prairie Wing, I think Sportsman may even do it some like, um, like a four season like that like late july early august they'll run some specials on stuff people trying to get stuff like right before season starts hold on i I do gotta give a plug for a second um i work with the wrestling academy here in dublin pa uh pursuit wrestling if you're listening and your kid wants to get into wrestling or you've got a kid that's already into wrestling and you're wanting to get him into a higher higher step uh pursuit wrestling academy in dublin right behind the dairy queen um we the guy who owns the building runs Jocko Willink his company if you know Jocko Willink he's a uh, Navy SEAL uh, has a bunch of motivational brands and uh, stuff like that and energy drinks and but he runs Jocko's company for him uh, well I don't know if he I'm not gonna say runs his company but he he works for Jocko and the way it's made seem to me is that Jocko is his only boss uh, or put it that way but Jocko come out with their own camo brand called Origin yes, uh, him, and, uh, him and Pete what is Pete's name um, no it's not Pete it's Cam Hayes no Cam's part the owner of Origin's name is Pete uh, God Pete what is his name Pete something. The, the guy, I think, I know what you're talking about. Like, it's Jocko. Cam Haynes is part of it now. There's a dude, um, his Instagram name's like 13 Pacific something. He, the other guy involved that, like, helped design all this is, um, he he was the guy who founded Under Armour or something like that is what I've, from what I read. There's a guy, um, what is his name? Pete something. He, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's, it's like Origin, and then they've done the Origin camo now with, like, Jocko and all of them. Yeah, um, it's all writing uh, something down. But yeah, it's uh, Cam Hayes supports it. Uh, if you know Cam Hayes, professional bow hunter, great dude. Um, they got the new camo out now. It's all American made too. All American made, and if you like, if if you're looking for like a pre or a, a, a yeah pre workout great pre-workout uh and I, I like that the fact that the pre-workout that if i was going to take i don't take pre-workout just for like health reasons and my dad having health heart issues but I, I do take protein and i do take um protein shakes and stuff like that i do like the fact that that my protein is coming from a navy seal 
who's all about fitness and he cares about what's going into his drink um, and all of his energy drinks. Well, they're not like Monster. They're not like uh, Rain or Ghost or whatever you like to drink. It's 90 milligrams of caffeine, but it keeps you going. It doesn't give you that short burst of energy because of all the 240 milligrams of caffeine in it. It gives you 90 milligrams of caffeine that gets you through the day, like wakes you up and keeps you steady instead of making you tired faster. Um, and then his protein, his protein shakes, you can get them in the Molk, M-O-L-K, Molk, Jocko Molk. It's amazing. Tastes great. Great protein. And then there's the protein shakes. So there's my plug for the Wrestling Academy and my plug for Jocko. Jocko Willink, if you're listening to this, I'm going to talk to your boy Joe, who runs the Wrestling Academy. Hopefully we can get some type of sponsorship rolling. It'd be great. Cam, if you're listening to this, we love you. We all know who you are, and we want you on the show. Yes, he has a podcast now, actually. That, yeah, I know. I listened to it a couple times. We'll, we'll, um, we'll do a joint podcast there, dude. If we could get Cam Hayes on this podcast, I would. I, I would be like a schoolgirl. I oh, watch yeah. all his YouTube stuff. I watch everything he does, and I'm like, dude, I. It, you think like having a new guest like Ty or Evan or somebody on here is like, like, oh yeah, we're we're hammering this dude? No. I think I would have like Ty, True, Travis, and Evan all on this podcast, and we would be hammering him with questions. <laughs> all the questions, six pages each. Why? We just hunt with you. Like I don't know about y'all, but th- I, th- there ain't no way that I could physically go to one of his like because when he does that podcast, he films like he makes them go through like his whole thing. You want me to go through your workout? I got you, bro. You want me to go run like 18 miles up the side of a mountain? Nah, nah. You, you're going to have to pick me up halfway and just carry me because my heart's going to explode. Because unlike Ryan, I drink enough caffeine to kill a Clydesdale horse in a day's time. But yeah, I see. I, that's the thing that me and Travis talk about all the time. This is like a topic of conversation for me, Travis, at least weekly. We both take protein and we both eat very well. And, but like in the mornings, I'm like a coffee guy and Travis is more like, um, I'm going to take, he's a coffee guy. Yeah. I know he's a coffee guy, but he's a coffee guy followed by something that has 250 milligrams of caffeine in it. Listen, I'm going to be a basic white girl here. These, I don't know if they got them up there, but they've got these like loaded tea things around here. I don't know what's in them. I don't need to know what's in them. All I know is I go in there and I'm like, hey, give me a uh, Blue Hawaiian extra lift. I don't know what all's in this thing. I know I can drink a lot of caffeine and go to sleep. These mugs, I'm wired. Hey, it sounds like you belong right up in here. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm like, uh, I'm more like a coffee in the morning and then about lunchtime, I'll drink a Jocko uh, Orange Thunder. And that's what I also like about his, all his drinks are named after service members. Like his Orange Thunder is named after Dave Burke. And um, if you don't know who Dave Burke is, if you've seen the movie Top Gun, it's basically his life. He's a Top Gun. He's the only Marine 
to ever go through to be able to fly an F-16, F-14, F-18. He can fly every plane that the military has to offer. And he's the only Marine to do it. And if you know anything about Top Gun, the Top Gun program is a Navy. Yeah, it's a Navy program. So you have to be a Navy pilot to go to Top Gun. He was a Marine and he got invited to Top Gun. He's a Top Gun instructor. He's past Top Gun. He can fly every single plane that the Navy has to offer. That's pretty impressive. But uh, all his drinks Jocko has are named after Navy SEALs or service members. And I also like that I can take a sip of it and not feel all the caffeine rushing through my heart. Right down your body. Yep. yep. I can, like, if I drink a, a monster, I feel that thing go through my heart before it gets to my stomach. I can drink a Jocko and I'm awake. I'm focused. I feel great. And so without the rush of, I'm about to have a heart attack. So what you're saying is when I go buy one of these this week, I just need to go ahead and buy like two or three of them to drink it one time. <laughs> I think you'll need to start with one and then we'll go from there. But Bro, I can drink Monster right now and go to sleep in an hour. Like this ain't, I have a problem. Let's, okay, that's the first step is admitting it. I have a problem with caffeine. There's a reason why I've never tried doing hard drugs because as much as I love caffeine, if I ever tried cocaine, I would probably be hooked on it. So illegal and stick to caffeine. Yeah, not the part that it's illegal or anything. But yeah. Just that you would be hooked on it. Yeah, yes. It's illegal, folks. Don't do drugs. They're bad for you. They'll ruin your brain. Stay in school, kids. Yes. Give up. <laughs> say no to drugs. Say yes to tacos. Yes. <laughs> that was my senior. That was my senior quote in the yearbook. Say no to drugs. Say yes to tacos. But um, I mean, we got we got probably another 10-15 minutes um, and we're going to go over a little bit just because I'm having too much fun. Uh, this has actually been one of the better broadcasts that we've had where everybody's just talking, chit-chatting and we're, we're kind of getting kind of getting where we want to be on this podcast. Um, turkey season and we're only going to spend probably 10-15 minutes on this topic. Turkey season open for Tennessee. True went out this weekend and he got a big old goose egg and I'm going to embarrass him with that because he has spent his whole weekend turkey hunting and he has nothing. So that's great for True. Um, I love you, True, but yet you still come up with a goose egg and uh, and I can say that because you're a brother to me. So uh, you have a goose egg for turkey season and even though it's the opening day, I don't care. You still have zero. Um, but for Tennessee, turkey season opened last uh, this weekend. Pennsylvania, it opens up the 29th. And now that I know that Tyler's mountain house or accessibility to a mountain house is only within five to ten miles of mine, uh, we need to get something set up to go and smash the turkey in Potter County. I mean, look, you tell me when. I'm taking off work at least two three times during turkey season so i can get actually get out there i'm all for it true uh sorry oh my gosh <laughs> look we got oh look, man hey listen oh, we have man. we have truman t tyler t travis t i'm the only one that doesn't have a t so 
excuse me, I'm going to be that dad that has kids that's like calling the wrong name, all the wrong names, but the last one's going to be like, all right, whoever you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, Trav, what's your, what, what are you planning for turkey season? Well, considering it's busy time of the year for me, I'm going to, I'm taking off work a couple days. Actually, I've got some bigger stuff I need to take care of. No, you're not. You're not taking off work. Oh, I am. Now I'm taking off my, my typical day job. I'm still going to be working in my business. So I'm going to be working. But I am going to do, it's supposed to rain Friday. I've got a concert Thursday night. So I'm going to take. Who are you going to see? Party. Oh, oh man, that's going to be a good one. That's a good one. Sit he up. ain't waking up in the morning Friday. No, he um, ain't. Yeah, I'll get up. Listen, like if I if I just say I'm getting up, I'll get up. There may be 15 alarms, and I may be walking in there at daybreak. But um. <laughs> he may be getting up by the time he's coming into the house. But yeah, he'll yeah. get up. Yeah. So um, I have pulled plenty of those. Like, oh, it's too late to go to sleep. I'll just sleep in my truck for an hour before I walk in here. Um, no, I'm gonna try and go probably Thursday morning before I do a job and see if I can't roost one on some public land, get an idea of where they're at, and then. Um, go in there like Friday. I may hunt this weekend. I don't know exactly what everything, what all I've got planned yet. Um, and just go a few places I know. A buddy of mine's I've talked about before on here, die hard for it. I told him, I was like, you got to at least make me go once and not work. So I'm going to try and go a few times this weekend. Um, for sure, going to try to get one with a gun first. And then if I, well, you know, we're only at two this year. So I'll, uh, try to get one with a bow after that it's definitely gonna have to be in a blind i'm not gonna try and stealth mode these things like i've seen a couple guys do already this year on social media and i'm like okay y'all got some skill here that i don't have. i mean they'll just be sitting on the ground with a bow and then just swacking them like it's nothing uh what about you ty what you got for turkey season turkey season man i mean i'm i'm gonna counteract that I actually enjoy the whole the whole stalking uh, phase behind it. You know, I I'll probably start off in a blind, and if I if I can call call some in, you know, I'll, I'll stay I'll stay in the blind. Um, but you know, I'll probably sit there a couple of hours, see what's going for me. I I probably you know after that take off and start hiking through the woods. You know, um, see see what I can get. But I don't know. You know, another good uh, question out there too. What's your uh, what's your preference turkey call? You a uh, you mouth call? You box friction, slate, carbon wood? Like what do you I'm, like? What's your main call? Like what's your I'm, go-to? I'm typically just a mouth call. I've got mouth an old. Call. Yeah, I've got an old slate call. I, my dad knew gave him, and my dad doesn't turkey hunt. I've got it. <laughs> Um, and I will, you know, circle back on that there. Like, I'm just going to be in the blind with a bow because when I'm, I'm, we talked about previously on here, the ADHD, I cannot sit still. And part of the reason why I don't kill as many turkeys as I am spooking them because, like, if I hear one, I'm going after him. Like, I'll sit there for a little bit and, you know, try and see if he can come to me. If he ain't coming to me, I'm going looking for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially this time of year with it being, where you're not cold or anything and you kind of want to get out there and you got a little more cover and stuff to get around easier i'm going to go try to find them and that is kind of the thrill and i guess that's what some people say it's a it's the poor man's elk hunting so yeah (laughs) 
That's the truth right there. So, Ron, what are you going to do? Um, oh, I, gun, or what are you going to do? I'm not doing gun. Um, I'm oh, strictly both. Man. Fancy guy over here. He, he, we don't even own a gun anymore. We didn't. We didn't got rid of all of them. Yeah, we done got rid of all the guns, bro. Uh, no, I. I just. I bought a turkey gun a couple of years ago. I took it out, and I'm just like, I. I don't know. I just like. I like turkey hunting. I love turkey hunting, but I love bow hunting. So if I can take both of those and mix them together, hunting a turkey with a bow. That's what I want to do. Um, good old Texas heart shot. <laughs> if you know what that is, you're going to laugh at that. Um, I'm looking here at Tyler and he's like, I, he's not laughing. So I'm, I kind of wonder if he knows that. Do you know what Texas heart shot is? Look, man, I, when I'm not a huge, huge bow guy. Oh, I don't. Oh no. my, you're on the wrong show, buddy. It's rack. Do you know this show is called Rack Chat brought to you by Bible Belt Bow Hunting? I know, I know. So like when it comes to like turkey and stuff like that, I don't I don't take my bow out. You know, like like deer, I, you know, I I go out with that with bow, but if, I, if I'm turkey hunting, I'm I'm not taking my bow out. Well, a Texas heart shot is right up the butthole. Oh, so oh, that's where we love <laughs> So if it's it, it's if you're sitting in the south wind, it's facing due north or due north, and you're just letting a rip right up the old like poop and O-ring. It's and it's yeah, ripping. right up the right up the old sphincter O ring is what you're doing. Right in there, that's a Texas heart shot. And then and, and anybody that says that's not a good shot, it is a great shot because you have nothing but vital organs right through the rib cage and um if you look at any turkey target there will be a 10 ring an 8 ring and a 5 ring right on the back side always and if you go to a 3 tournament there will be a turkey out there with a Texas heart excuse me I'm sorry a Texas heart shot in that competition guaranteed um, but no, I mean, I gotta go up to Potter. Um, my May is just absolutely ridiculous. I have, um, I'm working at the winery now. If you're in the area of me and Tyler, come up to Bishop's Winery. Uh, great wine, great time, great vibes. Uh, you'll see me working security on the weekends. Um, because he's getting all super swole now, he's got to he's got to be a security guard. Hey, he got to be you know a big big bad security guard. Every Listen, year. he's gonna I'm throw a, you out. You know what? You know what? He wears mediums now. You know what? I I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and brag on myself. I have gotten a lot bigger since whenever I've met Tyler. Okay, not I'm gonna say Travis because Travis hasn't seen me in a while. But since I've met Tyler, I've gotten a lot bigger. All right. But who is this credited to? Who who wrote your workout plan for you? Uh, the TRD lawn care Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I follow his I follow his workout religiously. And you know what? If we get enough listeners, I will sell that that workout for. I mean, it's a five day workout. I'm I will sell it to you for five dollars. That's a dollar a day. I will sell it to you for five bucks. That, and I have to say, 
Travis wrote this workout, and when I read it, I was like, no, he's he's a retard. I'm sorry, I didn't say retard, but no, I'm not doing legs this many times a day or this week, and I'm not I'm not doing this. I'm not deadlifting and all this stuff. And I started picking and choosing, but then when I sat and I, I actually stuck to it, I've noticed that my bench went up in three weeks. I've texted Travis every time I hit a PR. Um, my squats went up my deadlift has went up all my workouts have skyrocketed and i'm not on creatine i'm not on I'm, i've only taken protein i'm not on anything that i really should be if i wanted to grow uh, you gotta get I'm, on that creatine man i'm getting on creatine next week uh i was gonna do I it this a, week but i just i got an extra i got an extra creatine the brand new that i don't have i don't use if you want it i'll bring it on up to you I'm gonna be at your house Tuesday to look at your HVAC, so yeah, right. I'll, I'll grab it from you then. But um, but I'm not on creatine, I'm not on anything, and my max on bench, uh, what was it, Trav? Probably uh, a month ago, mm-hmm. two a month and a half ago was like 195. I just maxed 215 the other day, and I feel like I probably within the next two to three weeks i'm gonna go for 230. um i benched the other day and 215 felt pretty light to me so um yeah travis if you you know what we were talking about suicide prevention and talking to people if you need to talk if you are having a problem with your workout routine hit me up and i'm gonna send you to travis hit tyler up he'll send you to travis hit travis up he's gonna hit you up with the best workout ever and you need to follow it every single day because all of my maxes have went up in a month by probably 30 40 pounds well, look, every single is, one of it i tried to ride it and this was the program I, like i told you i did last year when i was kind of my strongest and in best shape like right now i'm not like i need to do a little better I just, i've been so busy like i still get in there but it may be like a 35 40 minute workout just banging it out real quick um oh no hold on before you go on with that yeah. he sends me a snapchat the other day of his <laughs> 30 minute lunch workout right this dude has a vein out of his chest into his arm that I could throw a dart from in Pennsylvania and hit his freaking vein. Dude, I mean, it, and I said, dude, I could, I, I said that to him. I said, I could throw a dart from PA and hit that vein. He said, yeah. You're done. He said, that 30 minute back workout got pretty nasty. <laughs> you know how nasty that back workout had to get to have a vein popping out that you know your name, Chase? Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I like I have veins popping out now, but I don't have a vein like that. Like that vein that he had popping out from his chest to his shoulder the other day, I was like, oh, I've got a baby vein. And that's what was popping out. This dude, if I was back in my EMT days, I'm looking for that type of vein. It was beautiful. Dude, it was I, the most beautiful vein I've ever seen in my entire life. Dude, I gave blood probably about a month ago and the woman's like yeah we'll see if we can get it and she went to put the thing around my arm pump the ball she's like you don't have to pump that ball right now you have i was like yeah i've got a vein right there it's pretty easy to get to (laughs) because he's putting himalayan sea salt in his pre-workout no no all right so if you want a good like pump look what you gotta do is take a tablespoon of himalayan pink salt take that down drink about eight ounces of water 
then take two tablespoons of honey and then follow that up with with 16 ounces of water that gives you probably one of the best pumps i've ever had in my life i i'm gonna try that tuesday tuesday is my chest day that's my favorite day i'm gonna try that tuesday they give give it a give it a shot because i was like man i'm looking good look i'm gonna tell you right now this isn't the most health and thing but if you want anybody on here want a pump like if you're a gym person and you just want to go in there and look super swole in your medium shirt um let's put this any we'll do anything like if you do it for legs like i hope you're prepared for that i hope you're ready but like if you're doing travis's leg day i hope you're ready yeah you got to make sure you eat doing this but anyway before it you need to do it about 35 40 minutes before you're going in there before you have your let's say an hour we'll just say an hour you're gonna get ramen noodles okay preferably the picante chicken ramen noodles it's spicy it's got that spice in there it's gonna even do any more and the amount of sodium that is in these is astronomical so it makes it not very healthy so then you're gonna take your pre-workout of choice and you're gonna dump i'm gonna say a teaspoon i just kind of eyeball it of pink himalayan sea salt in there and you're gonna down it and then you're gonna down some water too to get it going and you're gonna go in there and you're gonna have enough sodium in you to where you're gonna be sweating before you ever get in there every vein you have is gonna be popping and you're gonna feel like arnold when you leave because of the amount of blood and carbs and sodium in you yeah get to the chopper that's that that's how i feel every time i do his for his workout yeah no i'm I'm gonna have to uh i'm gonna have to you know probably get on this workout because right now i'm I'm stuck uh on my bench at 265 i've plateaued it for about three weeks now i can't get past it oh yeah i forgot to mention that tyler is a very big avid gym goer actually i actually me and tyler met and we knew of each other and then one day I went into Brittany's gym where she was working at a different gym that I was working out at. And I seen him walk in. I didn't know him like I knew him now. Mm-hmm. With shirt on, you couldn't tell this dude works out. When he sent me a picture of like him and like a cutoff, like a Snapchat, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like he had a pump it's cover. Seat. It's the pump cover. It's yeah, the pump man. cover because you were wearing light, you know, the loose fit, like sportsman shirt. Like, you know, I was like, okay, this guy's, you know, just a normal guy like I am. Dude, I seen him at the gym walking in with a cutoff on, and I was like, that pump cover is very deceiving. This dude is jacked. <laughs> Look, man, I mean, I've only really started that in the last, last few months, really getting back into it. But you were into it about six months ago. Six months yeah. ago, when I seen you at the edge. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm a, about then. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, yeah, that's, that's about when I, I really started my like 100% like meal prepping daily, gym daily. No, no, you know, no more of these. Uh, I can I can take today off type deals. Yeah, I don't take that. And like, I try, especially you know, majority of the year to eat really clean. Where I'm at right now. I'm going so much that like I can't eat perfectly clean. Like I will exactly. drop so much weight. Like I literally will eat like Taco Bell or something. And I'm gonna plug something here. If nobody's ever had Jersey Mike, they make Jersey Mike is good. 
Listen, I'd never had it until a couple of weeks. I think I had it once when it first opened in town. I was I got the hang a good real sub, and I didn't want to go to Firehouse. I wanted a cold one. They go in there and they have a giant. And when I tell you I can eat, I can eat. And this thing is like over a foot long and probably like half a foot wide. Yeah, you gotta get the extra large one. No, no, I no, 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 no. Stop that conversation here, right here. Here we Stop go. Stop that Ooh. conversation right here. Cause Tyler is gonna agree with me. Jersey Mike's ain't nothing up here. No, no, okay. Well, you walk. Hold on, Tyler. Hold on. Hold on. You can walk into into Wawa and get. Oh, don't shake your head like you. No, <laughs> I hate Wawa. I hate Wawa with everything. No, Wawa is the. You get an Italian hoagie, toasted. Lettuce, tomato, salt, pepper, some banana peppers, and extra mayonnaise. Glorious. But man, I'll take 7-Eleven pizza over Wawa any day. Oh, oh, don't ever talk to me again. (laughs) Don't ever talk to me again. Wawa is king. No. No. Are you a C's guy? I'll have sheets over Wawa any day of the week. Get out. You know what? We're going to end it. This brought this podcast is brought to you by Travis and Ryan. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Wawa is far superior. And when Travis comes up here, I'm gonna make sure he has both of them. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let him have sheets first. Up, I'll make him. I'll even bring a Jersey Mike's and be like, "Look, this is better than dang Wawa." And he's gonna sit there and be like, "Yes, you're right." No, but I'm I'm gonna plug. I'm gonna plug. Uh, Giuseppe's is a local area. Um, Lee's Hoagies. Lee's Hoagies, yep. Lee's Hoagies is pretty good. Um, when you come up here for your Primo's. for the Southern you want to go Primo's. Hoagie, you that's go to it. Primo's. Right? You go to Primo's. Primo's is probably the best hoagie you're going to get up here. It looks like, like Jersey Mike's. And okay, sorry, I, I don't mean to interrupt, but. No. No, no. You said you said Jersey Mike's, which Jersey Mike's down south is known for their cheesesteaks. You want to get an authentic cheesesteak in the south? You go to Hamilton Place Mall, and you go to Charlie's. Oh yeah, that's I've the closest that. you're in, gonna get. Yeah, <laughs> now, and I love those. I love those. But I was in the in one of those moods for like a nice like, Italian sub, like a night. Yeah, like a cold sub. Like I got like. Club, like Italian Club Supreme or something, but like, yeah, you know, yeah, Jersey Mike's is gonna be your option for us, yeah, for a hoagie, not a yeah. sub, yeah. But I know we call it us three, we we call them subs, but when you get up here, you get in the yeah, house, call them a hoagie, yeah, it's a hoagie. But if you're gonna go get a hoagie, you're gonna go to a hoagie shop, Lee's Hoagies, Primo's, uh, Giuseppe's, wherever you want to go. And like, it's another thing with pizza. Like down south, we have Papa John's, Domino's, and uh, Pizza Hut. Up here, nah. And I, I hope Tyler agrees with me on this. You don't go to any of those up here. You go to Nico's, you go to Giuseppe's, you go to Locals, you go to Vinny's. If it's a if 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 if, if it's a child's name, you're going there to eat. Yeah. Yeah, those I, are the best pizza places. See, I don't know if it was still here when you were here, Rob. If I'm getting pizza nowadays, and I'm in Cleveland, I'm going to this place called A Thousand Degrees. Yeah, so, I, I had A Thousand Degrees while we're there. Yeah, 
oh, that place, I, and I'll go at least once a week or once every couple of weeks. Like, they already know when I walk in there now, which is pretty great, which that's how I am. I don't know if it's the ADHD symptom or I'm, like, half autistic or something, but, like, I will just, like, hammer restaurants, like, and get the same thing. And it's just convenience, more or less, to me. But, um, but no, I'm going to tie that in with working out and hunting in here and maybe kind of wrap something up but it's uh sorry that's my daughter speaking um what is a do you do anything different when hunting season gets here with your training or anything are you still just doing the same thing maybe throw some cardio in what are you doing there man um so i've never heard of cardio ever since the, uh, the army cardio <laughs> cardio yeah. don't even know nah. <laughs> i uh so Cardio uh, and all that, you know. Before and after on leg days, I'll do. Uh, before my leg days, I'll probably do about 15 minutes on treadmill, mm-hmm. and then I'll always finish up with 20 minutes on the stair stepper. Hating my life, asking, do I really need to work out anymore? You know, that's where we. That's where we pray to God. Yes. That, that that's. Um, that counts to our weekly prayer of like, please get me I'm, through this. I'm praying. I'm praying to everything on the stair stepper. <laughs> I'm, I'm Doctor Phil, Oprah. The only you know. thing worse than a stair stepper is a Jacob's ladder. Dude, see, and I would take, and this, this is where I, I don't know yeah. if I'm borderline psychotic, but I would rather do Jacob's ladder, the stair stepper, um, heavy farmer's walk sprints up a hill before I run a half a mile like, oh, 100% I, any day of the week I hate running I was on my running gig about two weeks ago I'm still running nowadays but <laughs> I'm still running but I would send Trav like he would see like oh I, I lifted and I got my run in and he was like dude you won't, you won't catch me running you, you maybe sprints but you won't catch me you won't catch me running me run. Look, man further than like 20 yards you better take off running too because it's something i'm not willing to <laughs> or fight <laughs> look when it comes to running and all that i've been never put my boots on i'm out of breath let alone i'm actually gonna wake up early in the morning and go on a run you know how many people i pass going to work when i leave the house at like 5 a.m out there running like no that's why we all wear slip-ons because we're too lazy to tie uh, well we're all too like beer gut belly to bend down <laughs> and tie our shoes I ain't like, y'all can speak for yourself I ain't got no beer gut I mean oh shut up <laughs> <laughs> nah man I'm with, with cardio I'll, I'll go on the treadmill and uh, do a stair stepper that's, that, that's about it and like when I say treadmill, I'm not running. I'm just I'm walking for five to ten minutes. Yeah. So you're not a CrossFit guy. You're not into this crazy style workouts. No, no. I'm in. Uh, let me blow people's mind away from my size to what I lift, kind of guy. Because I don't look like I can lift what I do, and then I do, and that's that's what I'm into. Yeah. Well, that I know where Trav is going with because I said one day that I wanted to have a CrossFitter's body with the abs that are popping out when they're sitting down. Yeah, I know exactly where Trav's going with that. No, I was, like, and I'm not like I don't hate CrossFit. I respect it. I think it's super cool. It's just not for me. And I will throw stuff in 
like the program I wrote for Ryan, I'll, it's got like a little, I, I put a few on there, cardio, and it'll be like literally just like a little quick circuit. And kind of the way that I got this program is, is a typical little um, coined term, power building. Like you've got your main structured lifts you would do in powerlifting and then bodybuilding style accessories and i kind of structure it the way a guy that i he does aaron osmond he's a strength coach for he's been for multiple colleges like ut uh U.S. every yeah todd did you hear that ut <laughs> not, not, not not freaking three-eyed oh i kissed my sister Alabama. Yeah, I was driving through the tunnel when he said that. He kind of cut out. I don't know what you said. You. T. You know what? You know what? Not to get you confused at UTC, but UTK. You talking about Utah? Like UT? We're talking about Rocky Top. Wait, hold on, Trav. Wasn't it? Wasn't it? 50, 53. 50 or 49 or something like that. All right. So what what happened? No, no, in the no last... hold on. I wasn't talking to you, Todd. <laughs> Trav, what, was it like 53, 49? Last... Yeah, yeah. What happened sure. in the last 15 years then? Well, bro, we ain't talking about the last. Who's... We're not talking about the last 15 yeah. years, bro. <laughs> and what happened the last 15 years before that? We beat the piss out of y'all before y'all became a dynasty. You Just saying. Just you saying. Know why? Because of Nick Saban. I don't know who that is. Daddy Saban. All right. You know, <laughs> oh, Daddy Saban. You know he he is. You know, you know we we pray and all that. Alabama, we pray to Nick Saban. Yeah, well, we, if it wasn't Nick Saban having a car dealership in Tuscaloosa, y'all wouldn't have a player. <laughs> I'm sorry, a Mercedes dealership. <laughs> Oh, all, right, man. all right, all right, I gotta stop all conversation here because we are way over time. Yeah, we're we're uh, too deep here. Yeah, we're a uh, hundred and three minutes. So, uh, I only have to edit out two minutes and thirty seconds of it. But um, I'm not gonna ask Ty or Travis to have a Bible verse for today's episode. But I will ask Tyler or Travis, whichever one wants to take the prayer. Uh, and I think I'm gonna throw it on Tyler. Um, but we'll, we'll decide here in a minute. Tyler, you want to take the prayer? Yeah, I'll take the prayer. Okay. All right. But the Bible verse is actually something we brought up earlier in the podcast. Um, Trav said, "Iron, iron sharpens iron." So today's um, scripture is going to be Proverbs 27. 17 and it is it reads as as iron sharpens iron one man sharpens another and verse 18 he who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit and he who looks after his master will be honored um i think that's something that we need to go through as men as women uh as iron sharpens an iron us three will continue to push each other with one the 22 push-ups a day for 22 days which starts tomorrow and i will be sending these to a a text message to remind them to get their 22 push-ups and i hope they film it 
And if they do and they send it to me, I will be posting it on the Rack Chat podcast. Um, and uh, verse 18 that says, He who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit. Um, the way that I see that is, is if you're putting your time into something, you're going to reap the benefits that you get from whatever you put your time into. And he who looks after his master will be honored, uh, as in that we look after uh, God and Jesus. And if we continue to chase him and believe in him and trust him in all things that we do with everything we do in our life, we will be honored when it comes time for us to leave this earth and go be with our our maker. So, um, so yeah. Proverbs 27, 17, as iron sharpens iron, one man sharpens another. Verse 18, he who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and he who looks after his master will be honored. So, um, now we're going to go off Tyler to end us in prayer, and then I will close this out for the podcast. So, Bow your heads, close your eyes, and listen to Tyler's sweet voice as he prays to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right. So before all this, I want to say thank y'all for everyone. Uh, thank you for having me all this. Uh, as y'all bow your heads, dear Heavenly Father, I want y'all, I want you to bless everyone that's listening in here with an amazing start of the week. Uh, I want you to you know, listen and be there for the people that, that need someone to talk to who maybe they don't have someone to talk to. Uh, Lord, I want you to let them know that you will always be there. No no matter what time it is, what they're going through, what, what their past has done, what they've done in life. You know, if, if they're ready for you, be there with open arms and give them that, that that chance that second chance that they need it um, i'm gonna sit here and say a few things too um lord i, I want you to watch over a couple of my few of my buddies who deployed recently to unknown situations in the world um, bless them with with what they're about to go through in life and be there for them and guide them back home to us in the motherland uh, lord i want to thank you for everything you've done for me for us for everyone and just being there for us and lord i hope that you will guide us through this week and be there for us if we need Thank you more than anything, Lord. You that speak for a lot of people. I, I know I can. I know I can. You saved a lot of us, and you didn't. You didn't have to. You didn't ask for it. You just did it for us. And yeah, I get a little emotional with a lot of things with it. So I'm just gonna end it with thank you, Lord, for always being there, no matter what. We with love amen amen alright well that wraps up episode I think 13 I believe I threw the paper away but uh, I think we're probably gonna have 
Tyler on here a lot more. He was a great host. I'm glad to have him. Um, he was very spunky as he wipes his eyes because I know he had some tears in his eyes. Uh, that's what I love that we're three, you know, God fearing guys coming together and talking about hunting. Um, but Travis, we always thank him for coming on and, you know, sharing, you know, his love for the gospel and his love for hunting. Um, but yeah, we're going to wrap it up till next week. We're going to have some more episodes for y'all, some more content, and uh, I can't wait for it. So, Travis, say goodbye. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Tyler, <laughs> say goodnight, Tyler. Good night, everyone. Sweet dreams. Don't let the bed bugs bite your little hindies. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps us up for episode 13 of Rack Chat Podcast. Hopefully, we uh, see you back next week. Uh, This is Ryan signing off for another week. We'll see you later. Peace out.